The celebrity priest. That's a term that's been used quite often in recent years, both in secular and in religious publications. And most of the time it has not been used in a complimentary way. The celebrity priest. For example, the National Catholic Register ran an article just a couple of weeks ago that had the ominous title, Beware of the Celebrity Priesthood. Similarly, back in 2009, the New York Times had an online piece entitled, Celebrity Priest Torn Between Church and Girlfriend. It was about a well-known priest from Florida named Alberto Coutier. I'm sure some of you remember this story. At the time, Father Coutier had his own talk show on radio and on television. He was a successful author. He wrote a best-selling book. He had a newspaper column that ran in several Spanish-language newspapers in the United States and Latin America. Needless to say, he was a very popular, a very well-liked priest. People in the secular media referred to him as Father Oprah. Because I guess he was a very good interviewer. Never saw one of his interviews, but that's what I am told. Well, unfortunately, Father Coutier was also having an affair with a divorced woman when this New York Times article appeared. He has since left the Catholic Church, civilly married the woman, and become an Episcopalian minister. Priests are called to be counter cultural, because the gospel of Jesus Christ is always counter-cultural. We're called to be counter-cultural in the way we preach and teach, and also in the way we live our personal lives. And this is precisely why so many priests who become celebrities get themselves into trouble. You see, it's very hard to be counter-cultural when the culture is patting you on the back and telling you how wonderful you are. And that applies as much to the church culture as it does to the wider secular culture. Just think of someone like Father John Carapi. What a sad story that one is. People in the secular culture detested him because he preached the full gospel message of Jesus Christ without compromise. But faithful Catholics in the church culture absolutely loved him. They thought he was great. They watched him on EWTN every week. I watched him a lot on EWTN. They bought his books and CDs. To them, he was a kind of cult hero. Well, apparently, somewhere along the line, it all went to his head, so to speak. As many of you know, this man who used to preach obedience to everyone else has been greatly disobedient, defiantly disobedient to his religious superiors in recent months. There have also been accusations made against him, credible accusations about immoral activities with prostitutes, illegal drug abuse, and financial improprieties. 
And speaking of financial improprieties, Father Frank Pavone, another popular priest who was on EWTN quite often, is being investigated for possibly mismanaging funds, funds that people donated to Priests for Life, the excellent pro-life organization that he used to be the head of. Hopefully, he will eventually be exonerated from any wrongdoing. The list of celebrity priests who have fallen in one way or another has gotten long in recent years, much too long. Although I should add this morning that there is no direct connection between being a celebrity priest and getting into trouble. One does not necessarily follow the other. Many bishops and priests, for example, have been treated as celebrities either in the church or in secular society or in both places, and they've also been happily dedicated to the church. They've maintained their moral integrity. They've maintained their faithfulness to Christ, even though they've been celebrities. Some of these men are even on their way to canonization. Blessed John Paul II, Archbishop Fulton Sheen, Father Benedict Rochelle, Father Michael Scanlon. These are some of the more noteworthy examples of holy and virtuous celebrity priests. But for every John Paul II, Fulton Sheen, Benedict Rochelle, and Michael Scanlon, there are ten John Carapes. That's the sad reality. Which really shouldn't surprise us, my brothers and sisters, because priests are weak and fallible human beings who are subject to the very same temptations that the rest of humanity is subject to. I hope that doesn't surprise anyone. Now, one of the unfortunate results of all this is that some people try to use the disobedience and moral failings of these members of the clergy as an excuse as an excuse for not obeying the Lord in their own lives. They say, well, you know what? These priests have disobeyed. They've been unfaithful. They have violated God's law in various ways. So why should I make the effort to be faithful to God in my life? You've heard that excuse before, I'm sure. Hopefully you've never used it yourself, but I'm sure you have heard it at least once. Well, the simple answer to that question is this. We should make the effort to be faithful to God, even when others have failed, because Jesus Christ tells us that we should. Jesus Christ taught us that we must obey God and those whom God has appointed to positions of authority over us, even when those leaders disobey God themselves. According to Jesus, not according to Father Ray, according to Jesus, their disobedience must never be used as an excuse for our disobedience. Notice what Jesus said to his disciples in today's Gospel text from Matthew 23. Here he's talking specifically about the scribes and the Pharisees, who of course were some of the recognized religious leaders of their day akin, in some respects at least, to priests and clergy in the modern church. Now, what, from what Jesus said about them in this scene, it's very clear, these men enjoyed a kind of celebrity status among their fellow Jews. 
or at least they often acted like celebrities. Celebrities, for example, are people who like to be noticed. They usually like to be noticed anyway. So did the scribes and Pharisees, as Jesus said here, all their works are performed to be seen. They like people to notice them. Celebrities also love to be catered to and fussed over, just like the scribes and Pharisees enjoyed being catered to and fussed over. As Jesus put it in this gospel, they love, they love places of honor at banquets, seats of honor in synagogues, greetings in marketplaces, and the salutation, Rabbi. But as we also heard a few moments ago, they didn't practice what they preached. Their celebrity status, in effect, went to their heads, and many of them lived lives that were filled with selfish pride. And yet, what did Jesus tell his disciples and the others who were present that day? Did he give them permission to disobey these men? Did he say to them, you know what, from now on you can all completely disregard what these evil scribes and Pharisees tell you. You can tune them out completely. They don't obey God and Moses in their own lives, so you don't have to obey God and Moses in your lives. No. Jesus said the exact opposite. He said, and here I quote, the scribes and the Pharisees have taken their seat on the chair of Moses. Now the chair there is a symbol of authority, the legitimate authority given to them by God. Therefore, Jesus said, do and observe all things whatsoever they tell you, but do not follow their example. Do and observe all things whatsoever they tell you. As long as what they were teaching was in accord with the law of God and Moses, the people, according to Jesus, were obliged to be obedient. The disobedience of their teachers was not a valid excuse for their disobedience. Now this is something that those of you who are parents should very easily understand. Because this is a situation that many of you face in raising your own children. Can you imagine your children ever saying to you, Mom and Dad, how can you punish us for fighting with each other today? How can you send us to our rooms and take away our privileges? That is totally unfair. After all, both of you fought with your brothers and sisters when you were growing up, when you were our ages. You did the same thing back then that we're doing right now. You told us you did. You've admitted it to us. We know. Would that kind of excuse fly in your house? <laughs> if I tried to use that excuse on my parents, <laughs> I would have been grounded not for one day, but for a whole week. Parents should not allow an excuse like that to be used. A good parent would never allow their disobedience many years ago to be used as an excuse for their children's disobedience now. Nor should any good parent do that, allow that. It's sad 
when great preachers and teachers of the faith, like Father John Karapi, fall, when they fall from grace. It is sad, it is tragic, it is scandalous. But please hear me this morning. His fall does not negate the truth that he taught with such incredible clarity and conviction when he was a priest in good standing. The truth is still the truth. The truth he taught is still the truth that will set us free if we believe it. And of course, if we live it in our own lives. There were unfaithful priests in the Old Testament times before Jesus walked the face of this earth. We heard God's tough message to some of them in today's first reading from the book of the prophet Malachi. There were unfaithful religious leaders at the time of Jesus, as we heard in today's gospel. And there have been unfaithful religious leaders ever since then. We know that from simply watching the evening news. Thankfully, thankfully, most priests today are faithful. We need to understand that. We need to know that. Well over 90% of them. They do the work the Lord calls them to do quietly and without any fanfare or publicity. They are not celebrities. And believe me, they are quite happy about that. They can relate to the words of St. Paul in today's second reading from 1 Thessalonians 2, where he talks about working tirelessly day and night to promote the gospel. I ask you this morning to pray for these priests. Pray for these good priests. Pray for them to remain faithful always. And please also, don't forget to pray for the conversion of the others, especially those like Father John Karapi, men who have allowed the trappings of celebrity to tarnish and to undermine their true vocation. Please, please pray for them.